What's up, guys? This is your not-so-classified millennial survival guide. This is your host, Dalton. And your host, Katie. All right, guys, let's get right into it. You know, uh, today we're going to touch on the subject of how to make new friends in, uh, in a new environment when you make the move outside of home after college. Yeah, I definitely think it's a big struggle, especially when you move away from home, no longer living in your hometown. It's it's not the easiest thing in the world to make new friends, especially when you're trying to move your career forward, as well as just figuring out just how to like live without the comforts of home. Yeah, you know, and it's it's one thing to have the friends you have at work too, but you know, at the end of the day, you see them nine to five or even longer, so it's it's really tough to make a group of friends that you that you're able to go and hang out with outside of work that you don't see every day. And I think that's what we're going to try and get into today is, you know, how to make those type of friends that um, that you have when you were home, you know, that you could see after work, go get a drink with or hang out and go to the park or just, you know, do anything kind of just to get your mind off of work, I think is, is the biggest thing we're going to try and tackle today. No, absolutely. I think like a lot of the times when you think of friends, I know the first people that come to my mind are my childhood and like my high school friends. But once you, once I know for me, once I moved away, I knew I needed to find like not even replacements, but like people that when my hometown friends aren't around that I could just have a glass of wine with, like watch some movies, go to the movies with, get my nails done, go shopping, like someone I could go to for advice that I knew would be right there but also just someone I could connect to and like be able to have fun in my area without having to like drag my friends three hours or me drive three hours home. Right. Basically the way I look about it, just like just a couple more ride or dies, like the the friends that are always going to end up being there for you. when, and like you said, you just need the the de-stressor of a glass of wine here or um, just someone to talk to or hang out with, you know, like you did have when, when you were at home with your friends you grew up with, uh, so I think that's 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 what we what we're gonna get into, and um, you know, for me, it's always been um, maybe a little easier. I'm just a very sociable person and like to um, kind of put myself out there and just be in the mix with a lot of different friend groups. But I think the biggest thing for me that I found was getting into like clubs around here, or, you know, um, leagues of soccer or softball or. Um, we even did a volleyball league. Just getting yourself into a bunch of these like different social events was a fun way for me to meet people just around the area and uh, get myself out there to um, people in the community. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, there's a bunch of uh, different things that you can do. Like Dalton said, um, going to like joining a club or anything like that. But there are like different things like joining a club you know once you join you automatically have the same interests as people which could be great for starting off a conversation and like some people don't like having any interests as their friends so it kind of just varies on person to person and I know that for like Dalton said I'm also a very sociable person it it just depends on how open my social life is if I do have the free time or if I don't to even go out just because there's so much that I do do and my work being so demanding but um I also find like one thing that we'll probably debate here in a little bit is I always find that it's a lot harder to make friends like being alone as a girl versus like being a guy 
Yeah, and and that's kind of a conversation we've touched on, you know, just in our own personal conversations. But um, it's 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 crazy how, and maybe this is just the male versus female uh, mentality or um, characteristic, or uh, you know, maybe I'm missing it on a word here, but it's just um, the way guys work rather than the way girls work, um, just from a egotistical standpoint, or just I, I don't know really what what word to exactly place it on, but guys can easily kind of mingle together. I feel like a lot more than girls can. From yeah, a, from you're, a, from you're, a you're going down a rabbit hole. Basis. You're going down a rabbit hole. Oh, I am. But it's, but let's, let's, let's talk about it. You know, let's like, let, let's MGK. Let's talk about it. it. It's, it's not, um, it's not even like that. There are some girls that are super social. It's like, it's any person. I've seen some guys be so egotistical where they can't make friends and same with girls. It's, it depends on the person. It's just necessary. Like in the environment, if I went out to a bar right now by myself to go have a drink, I would probably like 10 guys will probably come up to me to just talk to me to have a conversation because I'm a girl that's alone at a bar. Why are you alone, sweetheart? And it's just like, I'm just, I just want to have a drink. Yeah. And it's, Can it's, I have that drink in peace? It's, yeah, it's that. And it's a lot of the times, like, there are some girls, and I have been in that case where, like, a girl will come up to me and have a conversation because I was alone, like, or waiting for my friends at a bar, or I went to a restaurant to go pick up a meal, and she's like, oh, like, this and that. Or even if I'm shopping alone, they'll have a conversation to me because I look about their age. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's, that's awesome, and it's great, and you're able to, like, have a connection and talk to someone. But also it's just, it's like the simple things. Like, I feel like if you went out to a bar to go have a drink by yourself, like you could have a conversation. You may not have a conversation with someone and you'll be perfectly fine. I know if I go to a restaurant or a bar to go have have a conversation with me and I see guys eyeing me, I automatically just start thinking like, how quickly is my meal coming before they just come up and try to hit on me because I'm not in that mood. Or like, what's your escape route when this dude comes up to me it just bombards me with yeah. conversations that I don't want to have. It's it's like so like I know for me personally, whenever I would go to a party or a bar, me and my friends always have a single, um, a signal. And every time someone, whether it was someone we knew or we didn't know, and someone like came up to us that we didn't want to have a conversation, rubbed us the wrong way, creeped us out. And even my guy friends when I go home know this signal because they've picked up on it and stepped in. It's like we will automatically just start tugging at our ear. And a lot of guys that we're talking to just think it's a nervous reaction. Right. But our guy friends know and my girlfriends know, no, that means she's asking for help silently. And they have, and I've seen like my guy friends like stepped in and they're like, oh, we got to go. We're hopping to the next bar. And it's like, oh, bye. And it's like run out of the way or even just move. Or I've seen them even pretend to be my boyfriend because some random dude has hit on me. <laughs> Yeah. And like their girlfriend's two feet away from them and their girlfriend's like, thank you for stepping in. Like she looked like she needed help. And it's, and it's like those awesome things. But for me, it's like going out to a bar alone to make friends. Like you, you don't have that option because it's, tricky. it's real tricky for women. It's definitely like, there's plenty of times where, and, and, you know, you you hit this kind of nail on the head. I feel like of, uh, I can go out to a bar and, you know, watch a football game or just go out there and sit and have a drink by myself. And, basically go unbothered you know for the for maybe a small fact of someone saying oh what you drinking or this that or the other thing like I'm not ever in a in a state of 
worried about like, oh my God, now this person's coming up to me or that person's coming up to me. It, it is totally a different mentality uh, when a guy's by himself rather than a girl by himself. And um, it sucks because I feel like as, as a girl, and this is just my perspective on it, that like, you don't ever get your like do quality time. If you ever do want to go out to the bar and just have your own time, because some asshole guy will be there nine, 99% of the time. And, uh, interrupt your nice peaceful evening it's like not even that i remember i went to i went I, when i came up to go to do my job interview i was by myself clearly mm-hmm. and i spent the night in a hotel and i went down to the bar to just order dinner and i got like third degree questioned by the hostess um just like not even like the hostess sorry the person behind the bar because i was by myself and i wanted a beer are you sure you want to drink alone? Like, do you know how like much drinking alone is? And it's just like, I'm 23. I was 12. I was 22 at the time. I was like, I'm 22. I'm legal. I've had a beer before. I'm literally going up like a couple of floors to my hotel room. Like, why are you bothering me? And it's, it's, it's like that most like aggravating thing because like people judge you. It's like, even it's not even just like when you go out alone too. It's like, I've been out with my friends that are girls. And so we're just like, we just want to have a girl's night. We want to dance. We want to just have fun with our, like right. being our friend group. And it's just like guys who dance are like, Oh, let me take the, like, it's, it's a frustrating. It's like for girls, I know how annoying it is like to find a friend. Like Dawn says he joins clubs. What I do is I actually look for exercise groups actually like soul cycle or like the orange theory or even if it's like yoga in the park like there are so many different like things that you can do where you can meet up someone because i do know soul cycle and orange theory and crunch time and any type of like fitness class like pilates or yoga or zumba can cost you so much money and if you're like banking on making a friend at this class and you're spending like 50 dollars or however much you're spending on this fitness class and like it happens to be the fitness class where it's like all moms from the, from the local PTA, like went there for like a club and like, it's annoying. Like sometimes you're going to meet someone and you're gonna be like, Hey, um, I just moved to the area. Do you want to go get some coffee? And sometimes we'll say yes. And sometimes we'll say no. And like, that's okay. If they say no, like do not pressure someone to go get coffee, Oh, hundred percent. but it's, it's definitely like, it's not the easiest thing in the world to just kind of walk outside your door especially like some people are like when you live in an apartment complex it's easier it's not easier to find no it's really not because at one moment you know you'll find like a day or two where you run into the same person like over and over again and then you won't see them for three or four weeks (laughs) like and you wonder if they actually live there or if they were just visiting yeah like you just you just never know and 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 to kind of get back to like that whole thing of like finding like your ride or die like it's so tough to find that person because it's just when you first meet someone you're not automatically going to invite them over or like you know you want to get to know them and, and you know make sure they're not completely like creep jobs or anything like that before you you know have that time at your own apartment with them so it is it's so tough to you know make that jump from just first acquainting yourself with someone uh completely new in your life to inviting them over for wine nights and hanging out like you did with your friends back home yeah and it's like it's it's really fun I know so like I said like there's like workout classes I know for me we have like orange theory and a bunch of like workout exercises that are like really uh 
readily available just because I do live in a city area. So I know I'm able to like look around and like make friends, but also I think one of like the biggest struggles is some people don't realize how far others travel for workout classes. Like there's someone that I met that travels 40 minutes for a workout class because they were their old instructor and they moved here and they liked them so much that they like go once a week. Oh wow! And it's so awesome that you connect with someone, but it's like, do I want to travel 40 minutes to like have dinner with you? Yeah. Like what if I had a really shitty Tuesday? <laughs> do you like, do I even call you to come over because it's a work night and like I know you get up early to go work out like would you want to stay and like drink wine till 10 p.m right what what do I do it's it's thing too with me like um I'm about like 40 minutes from the beach but a lot of it's a very overly populated area down there and especially over the summer so like when when friends may be down there over the summer you know everyone's like oh well just swing by the beach it's like Yes, it's close, but it's 40 minutes. And then you play into the whole, well, I can only have a drink down there instead of having like an all night affair with someone if I'm like hanging out because then I got to drive home. And like 40 minutes doesn't seem like much in like the, you know, overall first look at it. But then when you start to factor in there and back and it's, it's a commitment, it's a full like evening of events. So like, this is totally by curiosity because like I, I do, I had a friend that lived in um, this and lived 40 minutes from me and I saw her all the time and we're super close. She actually just moved to New Jersey. So it's really upsetting. Um, but we did have the 40 minute commitment. And like, if I went to her on the weekends, like I just slept over, like do boys like not have like sleepovers? Is that just like well, a girl thing? So here's <laughs> like, you know, when you first meet someone is I guess what I'm getting at. Is, yeah. You know, like, Am I going to make the 40 minute there and 40 minute commitment back to take a chance on this could either be a really fun night or an absolute dud. You know Mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's such like a, you almost have to have like plan A, B and C in the same area, just in case plan A completely hits the shit fan because there's a great possibility of plan A being completely awkward and not worth your time yeah see what we do as like girls because there's this really great thing and I don't know why boys don't like it called brunch and we plan brunch because not much can go wrong with like pancakes french toast eggs and bacon and mimosas I mean you may not have a connection but at least you can share a meal right and like to me I'm like you know what I'll drive like 40 minutes for some good bacon and good mimosas and bomb ass french toast well so here's here's an awesome conversation that i think you and i have both had in the past and i think implicates itself perfectly we've had every conversation in the past yeah but i've said this to you multiple times men need to step up their game am i not right okay but now you're just crack uh, like kind of like crushing on like your friends (laughs) like your potential i think Maybe even like just I'm, I'm crushing on everybody. I mean, like I know for one thing. So one thing that I do use to like make friends because I am in the area. It's most of you guys know the dating app called Bumble. Well, fun fact, Bumble has a BFF feature where if you're a guy, you can meet friends that are dudes on the app. Or if you're a girl, you can meet girls on the app. It's like to be friend. And it's, it's basically just like the dating app. Swipe left, swipe right. Um, <laughs> And like you get to comment on them. And one thing that 
I know I have been to a couple of times is because like being a girl, it's so skeptical about like when you meet someone, especially when you're in your young twenties, like if you meet someone one-on-one, like what if they're not the person on their profile or like, what if like this, or what if the person like you're meeting, isn't the same person like, or you don't connect and like you have this awkward situation. So I've been with people who like live in the area and have grown up in the area and their friends moved away and they're trying to make friends. So what they'll do is they'll get like 10 or 15 girls that they've had like a conversation with or a good decent sized group of girls. And we'll either go to a brewery or a winery or even just like a coffee shop where we can all like meet up and talk. So it's like, if I don't click with one girl, there's like eight or 10 other girls that I can talk to, to see if I have a connection with. And like, most of the time you do walk away, meaning like two or three people, like sometimes like it doesn't work out. And those two or three people, you're just like, I just, I just, we, we clicked that one day, just no more. And like, sometimes you walk away with like a great person, but I know for girls, like it works with brunch, it works with breweries, it works with wineries, just because it's, as long as you have like that connection, it's just happiness type of deal. It's, yeah, no. I don't know. Girls with their organization skills. I was going to say, you took the words right out of my mouth. Girls have a much better uh, planning mechanism, maybe to call it in their head, than us guys do. Um, but we we kind of say, all right, uh, meet you at the bar at this time. Want to go for beers? Uh, yeah. It's just like, it's it's completely, I feel like guys' relationships are much more fly by, fly by the seat of their pants. Than, than a woman's um, activities. And and that's just by, I feel like, computer makeup of uh, how women work and how men work. But, you know, for meeting new friends that I've had down here, it's like, oh, you know, we've hung out, exchanged numbers once, and then I'll get a random text, hey, headed out for beers if you want to join. And it'll be like six or seven guys that I didn't know previously that will join, you know, from his group. And it's just, it's completely just all fly by the seat of our pants there's not like a all right well we're planning brunch now and um we're gonna do this and there's gonna be this many people it just guys guys don't do that (laughs) i mean we don't do that either it's kind of more like you know on on like a wednesday it's like hey a bunch of us are like thinking if we want to go um are like talking about going to a brewery on saturday we're thinking about three would you be interested and it's like yep and it's like okay cool and then within like a couple of minutes later you get like a Okay, three. The only time it's like, so we're going to do this and this is if you're literally planned out the entire day as a girl. So if my friends are coming to visit me, a lot of the times I'm like, okay, so we're going to get up, I'll make us our brunch, we'll then go into Boston and we'll go shopping and we'll walk around the commons and then we'll come back and we'll shower, we'll change, we'll head out to eat at wherever we want to go. We have to make sure we're out to eat by, before five and be back by seven. And then we'll finish getting ready and we'll make sure we're in the Uber by 930 to be at the bar. Like that, that's how girls plan. Right. We do the same thing where it's like, hey, like, I mean, I've done it to my friends when I'm home and I'm like, I've woken up and I'm like, it's eight o'clock and one friend's snapping me. I'm like, hey, it's eight. Do you want to go get a bagel? And, yeah, be at your house in 20 minutes. And it's like, sweet. I have 20 minutes to like, get dressed out of pajamas and in fact and sometimes I don't even get changed out of pajamas because I don't live there anymore so who's gonna judge me my future husband oh well 
suppose well. <laughs> but it's so true, though. I mean, I guess it, it is like at the end of the day, each side plans in a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Different. In a different way, but in a, like a unique, um, simplified, unique, spontaneous. Spontaneous. That's the word you're looking for. That is the word I'm looking for. Each. Like, especially when you're meeting new friends, like the new friends don't know your schedule and you don't know your new friend's schedule. But I also just think like when you meet new friends, like when you have like the casual conversation, a lot of the times, like you're just trying to find things that you have in common. It's like, oh, do you watch sports? Um, Do you like to shop? Who do you listen to for music? Like you don't really have like those connections of like, God, I want to travel to Greece. Like, like we don't have those than prior so but i mean it's like when i I was just talking of like making plans you don't really know like what they're up to or know their schedule yet so everything like planning wise is just completely spontaneous even if you're meeting them for like the first time like say you met someone on the golf course and like you got their number because you maybe like got paired up with them to play a game right would you and like you got their number would you just like randomly text them one day and be like, Oh, Hey, like you want to get a beer rather than being like, Hey, like next Friday, do you want to go grab a beer after work? No, I think, I think it works both ways. I think both are completely acceptable. <laughs> I've done both before. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying either way is wrong. I'm just asking like which way is, is more commonly used. Yeah. So I think if, if, so I think if you're looking for a guaranteed like higher opportunity of actually having plans, give the person a heads up. You know, do text them Tuesday or Wednesday and be like, hey, if you're interested this Friday, you know, so and so we're getting a beer, yada, yada. But if you're just like, don't really care about maybe I have plans, maybe I won't. And just like on a Friday night are headed somewhere and like, hey, so and so from met you on the golf course. Um, I know we know we talked about doing this on the golf course or whatever. Uh, headed out for beers if you'd like to join tonight. You know, I think both are acceptable, but definitely if you're the kind of person that, you know, absolutely likes to plan ahead or wants to have plans on a weekend, always in advance is the way to go about the new friend. Yeah. And I also, like, I do think like one thing I, for sure, as I know we're talking about like Dalton, how do you make friends that are guys? And I'm talking about how I make friends that are girls. Like it's okay to have friends that like, I have friends that are guys in the area and I'm sure Dalton has friends that are actually, I know Dalton has friends that are girls in the area. (laughs) I'm saying like, I'm sure. And it's like, you you make those friends too. I just find like sometimes, especially like, it's a little bit harder to make guy friends because a lot of the times, especially if you're like, you're out at a bar or someplace Mm -hmm. and like someone, and I know for me, if a guy comes up to talk to me or or I go up to talk to a guy, it's it's not because like, hey, I like your shirt. I think we'd be great friends. It's kind of like, hey, I think you're kind of cute. And I like your taste in like, I like your taste in music or beer or whatever. And it's like, you're flirting. Yep. And it's, and sometimes like, I know for some people, it's so hard to like, once you flirt, like be like, let's be friends. Well, so I'll, I'll take a, I'll take an example here that um, had happened to me recently. Actually, uh, there was a, a person that I met um, that we were kind of like flirting and hanging out um, the last couple of weeks. And then um, she was like, you know what? I, I just think we're better off as friends. And um, I haven't hung out with her a lot, but we've had a couple conversations and it's just, you have to like draw that line as a, as an adult and just be understandable of what the other person wants. And, you know, understand that if they just want a friend, just be a friend, like don't be creepy and push the line. Like just be there as a person that they can vent to or a person that they can bullshit with. Like, you know, 
just understand that it's not just you as a part of that relationship. Like both people, it takes two to tango. And if the other person just wants to be friends, just be friends. Like don't try and push that boundary. Yeah. I even had some people on, um, like dating apps, for example, where they've gone on a date and they're just like, I don't feel a spark of like a romantic relationship for kindling, but like we have great conversation and we flow really easily. Right. Like I'm giving you the option, like, would you want to be friends? And if like, and I think that's like such a, like you're being the bigger person there because like, instead of just completely like cutting it off because you don't see a future, like romantically, you're at least like opening yourself up to having like, uh, companionship and that's not even the right word but like you're opening yourself up to having just another person to kind of hang out with especially when you move into a new area that's huge yeah it, like it definitely is and like there are some people I know for me when I moved to my area I knew people in my area so I kind of had like a foot into the door and like one of my friends he um that lived in the area when I moved here he lives in Rhode Island but when he comes home we always like do our best to make plans whether it's like to go out and eat and I've been out with like his co-workers and we've had a drink or it's we'll do um or he'll like come over and we'll just like get a bottle of whiskey and like pass it back and forth and be like so tell me what I don't already know versus elaborate on what I already know and we'll have like a great like conversation until like two in the morning right and like hang out and that's like always super fun just because it's 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 nice to just be able to decompress with someone that knows the area, but also at the same time, I love it. Cause if I have like, I call them dumb questions. He doesn't call them dumb questions, uh-huh. but I think like for like the first like three months that I moved here, I was texting him every day and I was like, is there a target, a Walmart, like things I could Google. Yeah. But I wanted his opinion on like, there was, there's three Walmarts in like a, a 20 minute drive of me. Well, that's it. If you Google target, like, it doesn't tell you, yeah, that's the shady target. I'm like, yeah, which Target, which Walmart, or it's like, I'll ask him, I'll be like, listen, I really want some pancakes. Like, what's a good diner? Yeah. Or like, can you give me some restaurant suggestions or even like a bar or two that I can go to and like have a drink at? And that type of stuff is like great because you you have an in because I know moving to a new town and not knowing anyone or not making any friends, it's kind of hard to even like find your own spots because like it is a little awkward having dinner alone yeah very awkward there's no there's no easy way to go sit at a very fancy restaurant because they all have tables for two or more and just by yourself awkward like if i go to panera or chipotle and like eat by myself oh see i have no shame in eating at panera chipotle i've done panera and chipotle multiple times for work i've had to and it's just like i sit in a back booth and like i I do it like i'm traveling and it's like i bring my laptop in and i eat and i like have a working lunch right but like even then like if they don't have the bar top and they just have the tables, I'm just, I'm like waiting forever for my date to maybe yeah, never show those, up. Those kind of places don't bother me as much as like, if I was like really craving like a really nice restaurant or something. Like if you're or, craving, craving sushi. Yeah. Or like hibachi even, or like, you know, somewhere where it's just blatantly impossible <laughs> to go and not look awkward by yourself. But I also feel like if you go to hibachi and there's only two of you, it's like kind of awkward because it's like meant for 10 to 12 people. <laughs> well, and see, that's where I'll be the fat ass and say, shut up for laughing at me. I'm eating this damn good hibachi. You do know hibachi like portions by how many people are at the table, right? 
Yeah, and I I still wouldn't care. I go with I go too. I don't care. Hibachi's damn good. Hibachi's one of the things where I would definitely just completely all rules aside. If I'm if I'm craving it and I have one person to go with, we're going. Yeah, I mean I've I've done it too. I know um, <laughs> we've had. I've been to places. They're called like, and this is like also like a really awesome like meetup spot. If people have, people know about it in their area, it's called like a sushi conveyor belt. So it, now like, you're getting a little too big city for me. I, rural, rural Maryland doesn't have a conveyor belt and sushi. Um, <laughs> this is actually in my little hometown. What? Yeah, and it's like you had your like the sous chef or the sushi creator in the center, and he's like making these rolls, and there's a bunch of different colored plates that go around on this conveyor belt, and they go from like appetizers to desserts. And I mean, there's like more than one guy in there making it, and the whole like conveyor belt's like freezing cold. And whatever you take off, and it only has like portion size for like one or two people. Uh But if you take off, like, a pink plate, it's like, okay, that's, like, $2. If you take off, like, a green plate, that's, like, $5. And you're, like, able to, like, not only budget your meal, but also, like, it's, like, a fun way to, like, chat with friends. Like, oh, what did you get? And everything. I, like, I loved it. Badass. I've never heard of one of those. It's, like, it's it's probably one of the coolest things. I've seen it around a lot. I've seen it in cities. I've seen it in my small town. It's really popular just because, like, one, you can eat it alone, um, so a lot of like restaurants do it, but also like it makes such great conversation when you're down with someone because it's like, hey, it's like, oh, like, what do you like? Like, let's see if they have it today because the roles are never consistent. Like they change like some days there's an Alaskan roll and some days there's a Godzilla oh. roll and, and vice versa. And every place has their own special. So it's like you're able to talk. And if like maybe you both like edamame, you can share a bowl of edamame. Right. And it's like it's. It's like those simple funs because I know like sometimes it gets really awkward when you go out to eat with someone like at a brunch place or like a diner and you already order your food and it's like, so why'd you choose waffles? Here we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it just like adds yeah, the conversation. Totally <laughs> but I do think like it is really important. Like, so I feel like we're drifting off topic now, but I think a little it's- bit, but you know what? Here's a perfect opportunity. Just real quick. If our listeners know or have known about these whole sushi conveyor belts, let us know. Let us know the best ones because I've had no clue about this phenomenon that's called sushi conveyor belts. Uh, hit us up on our Instagram at not so classified millennial or jump in our tweets at millennial underscore guide. Um, I'll be in there talking about it because Dalton apparently doesn't know what they exist, even though he lives in like the land of crab. He can have crab rolls for days. Yeah, you know, crab cakes and beer. It's it's a Maryland tradition. But can someone please, like, tweet me in some freaking uh, conveyor belt places on, like, Eastern Shore? God, that's that's just uh, my mind blown, and I need to try it as soon as possible. <laughs> but, so yeah. Here. There's a perfect way to go make friends. Tweet random podcast people. <laughs> Especially if you live in their area. Like, I'm yeah. sure, like, we would love to meet people. But, um, so, like we are saying, it's, when you move, it's not the easiest thing in the world to make friends just because I don't know if anyone remembers kindergarten days, you're kind of all thrown into like a classroom where nobody knows anyone. And maybe you're the lucky person where like, you know, a couple of people because of preschool and like you guys went to the same pre-K. If you're from a really small town, you probably already know everyone. But like for me, where there's like 32 different pre-Ks and 15 and over uh, 20 different elementary schools, there's a chance that you probably don't know everyone in your class and you're kind of like forced to make friends 
and it's hard because in the adult world, like you have to focus on your career because that's how you make money and you want to make sure like you're doing it right. You're doing a good job, but also like it's, you have to like fight because you want to have a social life and like make friends because after work, guaranteed you work five out of the seven days a week. Those two days, just like sitting in your apartment by yourself, get really lonely. And I know from experience, if like my friends who live in the area aren't around and I am so bored, the first thing I do is I grab my purse and my wallet and I go to the mall and I shop a lot. Let's go to the mall. Okay, Robin Sparkles. Um, <laughs> But it's, I mean, like, and that's, like, issues because, like, that's money I've been saving. And guaranteed sometimes I shop, like, especially now for Christmas presents. But I know it's, and it's important, too, because when you're out of your apartment, you're not using electricity. That's it. Um, but up on you quicker than shit. Yeah. So, I mean, we've already talked about it. So, through, like, reiterator points that we suggest on, like, making friends, um, I suggest downloading the Bumble app and going on to the BFF setting, and you can rotate back and forth for maybe you're already using it for dating, mm -hmm. rotating it back and forth between dating and your BFF, and they all appear in that same chat window. And you're able to like have that conversation. Again, we are not supported by, sponsored by Bumble at all. No sponsorships um, by apps yet. Um, <laughs> keyword there. <laughs> but um, that way, like you can meet people and it's also like works really well, especially if you're looking for people locally, like it'll tell you how far away they live from you. Um, and then on top of that, I do, there are like things called like meetups and even like social gatherings, like go to the farmer's market, um, go, go to the farmer's market, like maybe go to like a big sale that you know is happening. Like maybe Victoria's Secret is having a big blowout sale. Yeah, I think. I don't know about you, but I find more chicks there than dudes. <laughs> so another another thing I think that just kind of popped in my head when you said go to local farmers markets or something like that, really like get in touch on and and this is so easy in today's day and age, um, to look for events around your area on Facebook. There are so many things going on that are posted to Facebook events. You know, wine fests, beer fests, uh, local farmers markets that usually post on Facebook weekly, um, like paint and draws and or paint and drinks i mean like there are so many cool events out there that are going on in every community really like just kind of everyone's on facebook all day anyway so just check out your local events every once in a while that's another awesome idea on how to like just meet new people if you're struggling yeah um because i was gonna say it was like there's things called like meetups where maybe there's an event of like people doing a zumba class and it's like free to make meet new friends or even like at breweries. Like those are really great ideas to make new friends and just like to meet people because like what I find really awesome is every town kind of has like their own history and traditions. Like for me, I found out one, there's a farmer's market. Two, there is actually an art museum in my town. Um, three, they have, because they're like, we're, they're such big artists and like representations of art. Um, it's, um, there is an art show every year where they actually hire artists to like go around and hold on one second, Don, my brother's calling me. Uh-oh. Pause in the action Hello? for station identification.
Nope, not my brother. Um, just his area code. I've been getting so many telemarketers lately. Um, but I found out. So anyway, rewind back. Um, so I found out that we were such a big art area that they actually have a huge art competition where people can ask where they can paint murals, and I mean like full blown murals. murals. They're huge wow and they commission people to like make i mean i will i'll post that some of them on our instagram page after this like goes live yeah look us up guys katie's gonna post uh some awesome and i mean this stuff is epic and it happens every single year and and the good part about it is that i love is none of the murals are like side by side like you actually have to go around the city to find them i don't know if people have ever been to nashville but for Nashville, like, oh. you have to travel all over. Like, the famous wings in Nashville, everyone's like, oh, they're, they're like, right by the honky-tonk. And I'm like, those, those fucking wings are not by the honky-tonk. So that's what they I love about um, – and that's what I love about Nashville. And this is a really quick tangent. Uh, but for anyone who's ever been there or thinking about going, Katie and I have both been um, for about a week's time. And I think that's a great time to take to spend in Nashville because there is so much to see. You can't see it in a couple days. And one of the things is those freaking live or not live murals, but those murals on the sides of buildings. It's just like you could literally make a scavenger hunt just out of the murals for the entire week and probably still not find them all. Yeah. I mean, I even Googled that. I mean, I Googled them and I just like chose like my top three and I made my parents. Um, I mean, I didn't make my parents. We ended up doing the hop on, hop off tour bus. So I was able to like see almost all of them. Um, and I have like some of my favorite photos there actually um, by the wings and by the, we believe in Nashville um, sign. But anyway, so like back on it, but do you like when you do make friends, whether, and that's another fun thing to do with your friends. Like I just realized like I've, I've done it, whether they're people that have lived in the area forever or people that are brand new, it's like learning the town. Like if you go to an event, like, Maybe it's their, the, the town's local art show, or maybe it's the town's like festival, whatever it may be. Um, maybe it's their street fair or whatever. That's like such an awesome way for you and someone else to learn about the town. Like maybe you found out like there is a masseuse place in the area that is that you, and you've been dying to get a massage or you didn't know about, or you've been looking for a new place to get your nails done or your haircut or whatever. Or maybe you're working out, looking out for like a new gym because you used to do UFC and you don't know where to go in it. And it's so awesome to go to these areas because you get to see everything at once, but also you get to learn like and see places about your town that like maybe you didn't visit so much. Yeah, I think the biggest thing to build off of that is like whenever you move into somewhere new, don't just spend your weekends shut up in your apartment. Like go out, walk around during the day, and you'll be surprised what you stumble upon, especially in like more urban areas. You'll be surprised of like, oh, wow, I didn't know like this farmer's market was going on right down my road or I didn't know that people have yoga classes in the park at you know 10 a.m on a on a week weekend you know so just do yourself a favor and just get out and get around your town in the free time you have because you'll be surprised what you just stumble upon when you just take nice long walks and for all you dog owners I'm extremely envious of you because Uh. you can literally one you already have like a a man's best friend and cat owners too. Like I have my, my best friend too. I have my precious little cat and she is like, she's everything. I actually freaked out the other day because I called her and she wouldn't come to bed. But anyway, like, if you have a dog, like there's these great, beautiful things called dog parks 
<laughs> and your dog will find you a new best friend before you find yourself one. Your dog, your dog will have your house full for the next cookout you throw. Guaranteed. It's not even My like dog. the dog. It's just like your dog's going to find a friend at the dog park and you're going to meet its owner. And then it's like BFFs because our dogs are already BFFs. So we have to be BFFs. I've seen it happen too many times and like the envy's real. Just like make sure you actually like train your dog. Like don't be one of those people that don't know how to train their dog and take them to a dog park because oh my god yeah they're, that's they're how lawsuits start <laughs> but i think i think that kind of like lends itself like the opportunity to also talk about like time management with friends like once you meet these new friends how do you how do you i don't know get to spend time with them while still finding time for yourself and work and extracurriculars you know like once you do build up that friend group I think like just the most important thing is like to remember like what comes first. Like the first and most important thing is you, you, you and your personal health. That I think is what's the most important thing because at the end of the day, if you don't feel like you're mentally, physically or a hundred percent sound, you're not going to be there at work. You're not going to be there with your friends. You're not going to be there in like the extracurriculars you find. So like if one weekend comes and you need a you weekend, where it's you just take time of not talking to anyone, not seeing anyone, just doing being you by yourself and just having that time to just decompress and de-stress, like that's okay. That's please do it. Your mental health and like your health in general is uh is the utmost important thing. And I think that's so huge. Like self-help and thinking yourself first is not selfish in the least bit. Like if your mind's not right and if you're not feeling the greatest, there's really like, there's no one else that should be put first in your life because at the end of the day, you're whose clock's ticking. Like you're who's running everything. So if you're not happy, if you're not healthy, if you're not feeling the greatest or anything like that, like, you know, take time off. Tell the person, oh, maybe tomorrow. Like never feel like you have to, see or be with someone just because you've just met and you don't want to like ruin the new relationship or anything like that. Like do always take kind of yourself first. And I know a lot of people might say, Oh, well that's so selfish. But like at the end of the day, you are who matters. If you're not making yourself happy and you're just going to be miserable to go and hang out with a couple people for an hour or two, then like, just don't do it. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I mean, that thing like you said, I know for me personally, like one thing that a lot of my friends and I'm really lucky I like understand is that there are some days where I can walk into work on a Monday and be told when I'm leaving the office at four o'clock that I'm hopping on a plane Friday morning. And like what? For your job. For my job. Yeah. yeah. And it's like one of those things where I'm just like I had plans Friday and they're like, well, unfortunately you're not going to get in till two in the morning. So your plans are Saturday starting when you land at two. So it's kind of like one of those. Okay. Um, and my friends are like really great at like understanding that. And those who don't like, I kind of like don't give them that because unfortunately it, it comes with my job of, Hey, you're hopping on a plane in four days. You have four days to get ready and vice versa. And sometimes I have a little bit more time in advance, but most of the time it's, we think it's best if you're here at this install or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And, um, but another big thing for me with like time budgeting is I coach 
lacrosse, college lacrosse. So from January till early May, I'm, I'm basically busy Monday through Saturday and most Sundays too. So a lot of my friends know, like if I'm away on a Saturday game, like my weekend shot, we can do Sunday brunch. Right. Like we can't. And it's just like figuring out, I think like the most important thing is just it, it's being open. Even if like it's a new relationship, it's just saying like, Hey, I just didn't have the greatest week and I just kind of want to spend some alone time. Could we reschedule to next week? Or even just being like, Hey, like if I, if I had plans on Saturday and I Friday and I found out that I had to hop on a plane, it's they're like one of the first people I reach out to and I'm like, Hey, I need to hop on this plane and leave. Unfortunately for work, like, can we reschedule? I think that's so huge. I think honesty is just kind of always the best policy. Like don't feel like you need to make up excuses or just, you know, beat around the bush as to why you can't hang out or what's going on. Like if people appreciate honesty because they know you're being real with them and, you know, excuses pile on each other to, you know, to the point of people can start to tell where you're just kind of dodging them or lying to them, you know, so just, just be upfront with people and, and let them know the circumstances, whether you have a second job or your first job is very demanding, or, you know, you have plans with family, or if you have a hobby that gets in the way, like I, like I golf a lot and I have tournaments that I'm in sometimes over, uh, over weekends. And it's just like, just take, take the honesty and just imply it everywhere because it gets you so much farther in people respecting your character. Yeah. I just think it's, it's even like just being upfront with someone, like maybe like whether it's your friend, your potential boyfriend that you're going on a date with, like, just, just be honest. Yeah, Cause then you're going to grow, like not even just, you're going to grow a stronger relationship. I couldn't agree more. I think honesty, whether it's like you said, you're getting into someone that you might be dating with maybe in potentially in the future, or even if it's just a friend that you just, you're like, man, I love having beers with this person. Like mm-hmm. developing an honest relationship, no matter what end of the spectrum it's on just goes so much farther in developing like a friendship that's actually going to last, you know, down the road in terms of years and not just weeks or months. Yeah. So I definitely think like, especially growing up in the real world, it's, I think it's a lot harder to manage your social life. I don't, I don't know about you, but like looking back, like when I was a child, like my mom handled my social calendar. My mom knew my mom handled her own social calendar too. Right. It's like my mom knew like when every T-ball soccer lacrosse game was when Jimmy's birthday party was and Sally's and who was taking me who from where to where and what time my play date and sleepovers were. And well, let's talk about your I mom. I just had to show up. Because your mom had how many kids? Seven? I'm one of six. You're one of six. So my mom, like, she, I, I like, we just call my mom Superwoman. She, I, she does things that I, I don't even know how she does it. Amen. She gets all of us into a location at the same time even when we're not even there for college I know recently we do um, a big family event at Christmas time and she reached out to us like three week three last week actually and all she wrote was all she wrote was location and a time and what she needed to know and she had sent every single one of us um like the information and she goes I need to know by this time this day and one of my siblings didn't answer she was she sat there and she goes I'm counting you and if he doesn't count you owe me x amount of dollars left and like they're gonna show up but it's like also like how I think I I'm amazed like I've seen my mom's calendar well, and 
I think that's also kind of what you just said speaks volumes to how your mom did manage it all. It's all about like accountability and expecting the most out of everyone as far as like hearing back and just being on top of it, like holding everyone accountable and holding herself accountable. So then she was able to kind of micromanage it that way. I I think that's, it's, you just kind of got to have that extra little bit of accountability on your own end to kind of just make sure your plans do come through. Um, And then if they don't, they don't, but you know, you at least tried to micromanage situation. Yeah. Hey, one second. I'll be right back. All right. Sorry about that. No worries. So I think like another like really big thing, like we're talking about like being accountable. A lot of people, I know for me personally, it's it's when you do a lot of things, when it's even between like workout or like going home to see your family, birthdays and all that stuff, it's it's hard to keep up, even with like trying to maintain a social life. Mm-hmm. There's these awesome applications in our phones called calendars. Hey. And Siri and Google and whatever other phone you may have where you can just talk and say, like, I'm driving a lot of times and I'll forget. And I'm like, oh, my dad's birthday is coming up in a month. Yep. And it's like, hey, Siri, can you remind me when I get home to look up my dad's birthday present? And every time I like walk into my apartment, it'll like ding and it'll say like, please remember to look for birthday present for dad or like whatever it, oh, I had it say. I couldn't agree more. Like if I, if that was an Instagram post, I'd hit the like button as many times as I could. Like the, the, the fact that we have this technology that's in our hands 24 seven and are able to set reminders that not only are reminders, but they ding, they vibrate, they literally distract us from whatever's going on in front of us. Like I set reminders for everything, get milk, throw out the milk uh yeah 
just the, the stupidest little things, but it's just like, if you do the stupidest little things and set reminders for it, you should do it for the big things. Like, hey, have dinner with so-and-so this week or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, setting plans for so-and-so. It's like- even, And even if you don't like to use your phone, get a, get a planner. I, ha- I use both. I have a planner and, yep. and my phone just because it, if I, if I want to remember a meeting or anything, I don't always, I'm not, my phone might be dead when I'm in the middle of a meeting. So I have to write it down somewhere. So I write it down in my planner exactly. and once a week I sit there and I take my phone and I take my planner and it's, it's hard for me because I have two phones and two planners and I have to compare to make sure they all match up and that I don't have anything like overlapping, like a doctor's appointment or anything. But I always make sure that I leave that time for not only just myself, but also like to see my friends. Because at the end of the day, like the scariest thing when you move someplace is not even knowing like it's the what if, like what if I don't fit in here? What if I don't make friends? Like what if, because a lot of people like don't necessarily live five minutes from their job. A lot of people travel 20, 30, 40 minutes to their job, however long it may be. And if you don't live in like a big city area or an area where like maybe like a, the T or the subway isn't readily available for you, it's it's hard to like be friends with people at work. So it's I think it's like really important to just go out and find those social groups because that's what's going to start creating that home feeling for you when you start to move to a first place because you have familiarity. I can't even talk today. Um, you have familiar familiarity, you have connections, you have a support group. So like making friends, it, it go it's, it's, it's underrated. It's like utmost important. Yeah, it's, it, it is. It's, it's what builds that homey feeling. I think you hit the nail on the head with that. It's like home was home because of the memories you made and the people you had there to just vent to, or just to, you know, to feel comfortable with. And and that's what's going to start creating a secondary home at the place you're at, no matter if you're there a year or if you end up staying for three to five years. Like the friends you have and the people that you can kind of just call on to go get a, a coffee or, you know, hang out on the weekends. It's it's what makes a place start to actually feel like you belong. Yeah. And I think the hardest part even about like making friendships is stepping out of your comfort zone. Like everything that's like awesome is in front of you and that's your that's out of your comfort zone that's out of your perfect box or whatever it may be like step out of the comfort zone yeah join a fitness group do whatever the mold like break your break your inhibitions of like what you thought was like acceptable or not acceptable or maybe things you've heard in the past that like you know a person shouldn't do on their own or whatever and like step out and just have fun and like try new things. Yeah. Like it's, I think it's really important just to not only like make that big step of making the move and deciding that you need to like make friends, but actually like putting in that effort because I've seen so many people are like, yeah, join the app and I go to the fitness classes and I'm like, okay, but do you like, take a deep breath. Like if you see someone and like, maybe you like her top or her leggings or her shoes and like, like, Hey, I like your shoes. Where did you get them? And start a conversation. Like, do you, maybe you want to have coffee or if you can't have coffee today, do you want to like meet up for coffee another day? Uh-huh. Like, it, it's, it's that, that type of thing. Or maybe you're going to join the app and like start a conversation with someone and be like, I need to make new friends. Like, type of deal. it's 
taking the initiative to like actually try because as great as it is that you have your hometown friends in there, you're able to call them. Like those are the people that you're probably like, you know, for a fact, they're going to be by your side no matter what. But if you moved halfway across the country or even a three hour drive away, it's really hard. Like when you're having a really rough day and like you're crying, like for your friends, three hours or halfway across the country to give you a hug. Yep. Yeah. And I think uh, just to kind of like wrap it all up, you just, you can't do this life on your own at all no matter where you're at no matter how you know independent you think you are and i know we just talked about independency on the last uh podcast being something that you know is was one of the pros of uh moving out but it also comes with like a just a sense of we're all humans and we all enjoy companionship and having a friend when you need it and believe me when you move out on your own you're gonna need a friend rather than later yeah, it's it's we're not saying that like you could do a lot of things by yourself, but when life gets really hard, it, it it's a lot easier when you have someone with you. I can't even tell you how many times I'll, I've texted or called Dalton to tell him about an issue. And before he even issues advice back to me, I already know what I need to do because I've vented from I've vented to him about it. And yeah. I'm like, this is what I need to do. And I know it. And, and just to kind of I, I mean, that's a it's a great thing you just brought up. You also don't just have to have friends that you like lean on locally or friends that like you had in your hometown, friends you made in college, just like always feel free to call somebody, you know, like there's, you'd be surprised how many people will pick up the phone, whether it's a text or a call, like just never feel like you shouldn't reach out or never feel like you're bothering somebody because someone will always be there. You just have to reach out. Yeah. And Hey, maybe you haven't talked to a friend in like forever. And you're just kind of curious on like what they're doing. Maybe you saw an Instagram or t- um, like a tweet or a Facebook post or whatever. Like, this is us telling you like go reach out because at the end of the day, like it's okay to have a million friends and it's okay to like know a bunch of people, but get that really close knit group that you know. Mm-hmm. This these people are the people I play sports with. These are who I know are always there for a movie night, and these are who I can go to for anything. Like, create your solid like core group that you know is there through through thick and thin. Or as Meredith Grey and Christina Yang will say, like, <laughs> who's the person you call that when you murdered someone and you need help dragging the courts across the floor? Like, who's yeah. that person? That's it. I think that's a great way to find great way to end up this uh, this episode. Is just. Uh, Find your person, you know, have, it's okay with having your person from back home, but um, always be open to finding your next person in yeah. your, next, your next city or your next move in life because you can have two. You can have three. Hell, you can have 10 if you yeah. really make that connection. And so, at the end um, of the day, like, you're not replacing them. It's just you're finding, like, new ones because yeah. yep. life, it's – I know for certain people, I know – I have one friend that I that's been my childhood friend since kindergarten and she's there with me through everything. Her parents are mom and dad. And I have another friend where I'm like, she is always down to go shoe shopping with me. Even if she doesn't buy anything, like she's always there to cheer me on. And I have another friend that's always down for brunch and they're my core group of friends. Cause I tell everything to, but each one of them has their own different story on like how we met and how we became close, which I find so unique. That's it. There's, there's no cookie cutter friend out there because there's no cookie cutter person out there. Yeah. Every friend is unique and every person is unique and every, every person that you meet along the way is going to affect your life in a, in a different and unique way. And 
they're going to be there in different and unique ways for you as well. So, you know, just uh, always be open to uh, developing new friendships no matter where you're at in life. Yeah, it's it's important because we all need friends because eventually, like, you want some bridesmaids and groomsmen in life, that's hopefully. <laughs> uh, so, guys, I think that's that's it for us on this episode of Not So Classified Millennial Survival Guide. Uh, like we said before, interact with us on our Instagram and Twitter, uh, Instagram at Not So Classified Millennial, and on our Twitter at uh, Millennial underscore Guide. Hit us up, interact with us, let us know what you thought of the show. And uh, maybe we missed something. Hit us up there, too. 